Today, I'm sitting down with the wellness expert and founder of her namesake skincare brand, Suzanne Kaufman. Stay tuned as we discuss the holistic approach to beauty, homage to Austria, and commitment to sustainability that continues to resonate through the brand and with the world. Hi everyone, and welcome to Founder Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs who are some of the biggest fans today, and where we learn exactly how they did it. We'll cover some of the most intimate stories, their path to success, now they overcame the obstacles along the way. I'm Akash Mehta, CEO and co-founder of Fable and Maine, a modern hair wellness brand inspired by ancient Indian beauty secrets. Building Fable and Maine has been an incredible journey so far, and I've decided to launch this podcast as a founder keen to learn and connect with fellow beauty brand founders around the world. I believe in collaboration over competition, and so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other in what can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest for today, Suzanne Kaufman. She's the founder of her namesake brand, Suzanne Kaufman, and the global pioneer in natural sustainable skincare since 2003. Combining Suzanne's expertise in holistic wellness and the natural ingredients sourced from the idyllic Austrian Alps, the brand has been hailed for both its efficacy and authenticity. I love that Suzanne has embedded her Austrian heritage and culture into the roots of the brand, where she has fused local tradition with innovative biotechnology. She first launched the brand as an in-house spa range for a family hotel in Austria, but as word spread for the niche sustainability-produced skincare line, Suzanne Kaufman quickly became a household name. Today, it's in the hands of beauty lovers everywhere, and I couldn't be more excited to sit down with her, the founder herself. And so thank you so much for being with us today. So Suzanne, I asked my guests all the same question. I'm going to ask you, who in a nutshell is Suzanne? I'm an Austrian girl, raised in Austria. I love nature. I love family and friends. I think what I wanted to do with this brand, I didn't think that it's going so far, you know, when I started for the hotel. But I think now I quite have a mission to fulfill and this is why I love to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me. Well, the, the honour is all mine and, and I have to say, like your brand and my whole team as well, the minute I was saying I'm with Suzanne Kaufman, they were like, what? They love your products and love you as well, so it's so exciting for us. Um, I kind of want to go to the beginning. So I know you were born and raised in Austria. Can you tell us some of the earliest memories of beauty for you? Mm. Yeah, actually, where I grew up, um, it's a very, we have a very long tradition of using herbs for different products, you know. Yeah. Still nowadays you find in many households, women in my age or even younger, they do their own St. John's Worth oil, St. John's Worth oil, mm-hmm. or they do arnica, yeah. schnapps or whatever. So this is a very long tradition. And my first memories are when I was when I was a child, I had very long hair. Mm-hmm. And so there was this ceremony every week on right. Saturday. My grandma had to take care of my hair. This was a two to three hour ceremony. Mm-hmm. So first washing them, then conditioning, and mm-hmm. then we always had to, because blonde hair, yeah. so chamomile or, or different masks they did on my hair. So this was the first moments I, I had with beauty. 
So I, I want to talk about that a bit because so my brand is all kind of resonating with my kind of secrets sent from my grandma and the grandparents when they give you these rituals. It really stays with you. So um, can you tell us a bit more about those rituals, like the, the, how you did the chamomile, for example, in the hair and some of those organic kind of remedies? Yeah. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm talking like a fairy tale, you mm. know, but it really was like that. I, for example, we were sent um, three to four weeks every summer to a little hut in the Alps mm. because my my mother was working in a hotel, my dad was an architect, so they were happy that we were just away for a couple of weeks uh, with my grandmother, and it was literally. They send us out to to find the tea for the winter. There's a special tea, a women tea called yeah. a women tea. Then we had to get arnica. We had to get blueberries. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to get a lot of little plants where they made something out of it. Yeah. And this is what where I really found this respect to nature yeah. because I think it's nature gives us everything we need food. Um, you know, medicine, happiness, exactly. And this is where we grew up and I I developed this respect to nature and and I still have it. And like the chamomile uh, tincture, Mm. I she was rinsing a half an hour (laughs) uh, my hair rinsing half an hour. That was actually collected chamomile. She made it like a tea and then it went like half an hour on and on to keep the blonde, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a good hack, actually. It's very good. And I think that's the thing. Like, I learned so much from a young age of how powerful natural ingredients can be and how easily disposable they are to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can go for a walk and come back with a remedy for your skin. Or, um, and mm-hmm. you're so lucky to be at the doorstep of amazing Austrian Alps mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandpa actually spent a lot of his life in Austria and Germany mm-hmm. um, in the mountains. He was a healer. He was working with uh, Osho at the time, uh, so very like um, he had the long white beard and very very holistic. And I used to go very much like in summer months. I used to spend a lot of time in the mountains, and I think that's me and my sister are very connected to outdoor nature. Um, it's one of the reasons why you know we created the brand based on like Ayurveda, was mm-hmm. healing from just natural products, mm-hmm. which is very important. Um, so then I would love to know a little bit about, and there's a lot of in between, so you can paint the picture for us, but. Today we have these beautiful products sitting here today, but mm-hmm. what was the first steps that you can remember in potentially creating your own brand? Mm. You know, I grew up in a hotel and it was a perfect playground for yeah. my brother and me, also good place to hide yeah. because it was a big hotel, so they never would find no, us. In the best hotel. hiding. <laughs> yeah. And uh, back then in the 70s, uh, the hotel was run by my mom. Mm. And she opened 71, like, medical spa mm. with my uncle as a doctor. Yeah. Uh, so we had this medical spa. And this was all about mud baths, oh, you know. Saying, I can already uh, yeah. picture it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my dream. Um, um, like underwater, Yeah, underwater and... massage. Oh, and yeah. Just medical, yeah. yeah. And I was very lucky. We had one therapist. Uh, I still remember her name, and I love to spend time with her. Yeah? Yeah. Whenever I was free from school, I went down there and helped her, like preparing the baths or just preparing the mud uh, 
um, wraps and yeah. so on. And this was when I really got into it. And when I helped her at the end of the week, uh, she always gifted me with a little foot massage or a little back massage. So this was when I was probably eight years old. I really got into this uh, loving treatment. Yeah. And this always stayed. And, and then when I was... 23 years old, I came back from, I did hotel school, a, a little bit world tour, and I came back, I came back and said, okay, let's, let's try. I, I tried to, to overtake the hotel. Mm. I don't know if I can do it, if it's really fun for me, yeah. but let's try. And yeah, and then you can imagine small village and you just are there and you think, how do I bring people to Beza? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not... The most well-known place so and this is when I thought okay let's do what you love and what is there so that the, the medical spa still was there yeah. and and do what you really love it's treatments it's products it's all about well-being mm -hmm. and so I focused on on the spa amazing so do you do you like have any memories of like when the spa was created, the first consumers, people coming in, because mm -hmm. uh, you must have been obviously on the ground most of the days at the beginning. How were they feeling when they left the spa? It was, it was incredible. I can imagine. Because, you know, back then, mm. uh, it was not like it is nowadays that every hotel has a spa. Exactly. And it was something special yeah. for people. Before, it was this medical spas and some somehow they transferred to more beauty, you yeah. got the first facials, yes, exactly. Yeah. And they were just, I mean, we were overwhelmed mm -hmm. how many people came to have a three-day retreat with a facial and a manicure and a yeah. pedicure and a scrub. It was incredible, you know, yeah. and they all left and said, I come back and I bring my friends and... So this was really in the beginning of when all these wellness hotels just started to grow. Yeah, and so for everyone, when was this, what year was this in? Just to repaint that picture. Yeah. That was in the 90s, yeah. yeah. So I overtook the place in 94 and then we started to, so the peak probably was end of the 90s. Wow. So then obviously we know that Suzanne Kaufman was built in 2003, the brand mm. itself, but from the spa to the products, mm -hmm. um, what was that years like? That was funny. I mean, we had a lot of fun back then. You yeah. Know? Uh, that's the good thing when, when you're young and you just think, okay, let's try that. That's right. Let's try. And there wasn't many, you know? there was basically no brands at the time doing it. So it was also, there wasn't like today where you have a beauty brand, a skincare brand popping up left, right, and center. There was no rule book as a way, right? You had yeah. to create it. Yeah. Um, and so I always had this feeling, let's do something which we own, yeah, so yeah. I was, <laughs> my neighbor was a, a, um, a man, he was a, a farm, pharmacist drugist, and I yeah. told him, listen, I'm going to do my own bath um, um, rituals, and I need bath oils, and so on, and, and I felt, oh, this won't go uh, in the right direction, yeah, yeah. then we did some own masks already 
I mean, we just tried things out, and one day we, we wanted to do a scrub, which I was I always had to try it, you know. Yeah, of course. There was the therapist, and yeah. she applied it on me, and I ended up in the shower not getting rid of this scrub <laughs> anymore because it was mud from the river next door really, really. mixed with ash, okay, so it was yeah. terrible. It so, couldn't come. It didn't. She brushed me. Yeah. Okay. So and then I thought that this is not the right way to yeah. doing things. So when then there was the time it was so so developed and so demanded that mm -hmm. I said let's do a um, a refreshment of the spa yeah. uh, with my brother who is also architect and uh, we did this beautiful new spa. And there's an atrium with a tree, and mm -hmm. then my brother said, "Oh, and now let's bring down nature to the spa." Right. And I was like, "Okay, and what kind of product shall yeah. I use?" You know, yeah. because it's we were so local in the with, with everything else, yeah. the food, the wine, the furniture in the rooms, and so I thought we need something also local, local natural. Exactly. And that was when I when I was looking for a natural cosmetic brand. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Mm -hmm. So what was the first baby? Because you, know, you built a family now. Yeah. What was your first baby that you created? 24. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, you know, then I was really, I found a, a developer, a producer, and then yeah. I got really excited with yeah. my spa manager. And said, okay, we do our own yeah. stuff just for the hotel. I never thought to I, make it into a global. Yeah, no, no, no. I just wanted to have my own product for your own spa. Self on my spa. And it makes sense. You know, you said you wanted you had local furniture, yeah. local everything. The product should also speak the same authenticity to what you're exactly. building. Exactly. And I thought, okay, let's do the product. And of course, you know, when you and we started with a very funny um, um, collection of products yeah. because you know that was facials, yeah. we did manicure, pedicure, yeah, bathes, massages, yeah. so we needed a lot of products mm. to just do all these protocols with our products. Yeah. And so yeah we started and one of the first products I ever tried from our own line was the shower shampoo actually. Mm. Yeah. What would, what ingredients did this have in there? Um, I wanted to create a shower shampoo, which is a hair wash, conditioner, multi-purpose, and and yeah. and a shower. Yeah. Um, and so it's a very nice combination of different herbs, mm -hmm. and then we also have silk in it, yeah. which leaves this so conditioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because fun, I don't know if you know this, um, but like um, this is what I've been told. Whether it's fact, it's definitely for me factually correct, but I should do more of it. But shampoo was invented in India. Um, so it comes from the word champi flower, thousands of years. So mm -hmm. the champi, basically, it's uh, all about the actual champi massage stuff is, mm -hmm. is washing from herbs. Mm -hmm. So you take this plant and when you put water in it, it would lather okay. and it would wash. Nice. So you could actually, with a flower, um, wash mm -hmm. your whole body and hair and everything, cleanse. Mm -hmm. And I think there was some story about the queen came from India to London and called it from the champi, champo, shampoo, 
That's how the name oh, came. Oh, really? Yeah, so... I, I didn't know that. So, there's a, so that's why even when we're building mm-hmm. Fable, we were actually going to call up Champu Champo, mm-hmm. because this is like what you call it, like a champi flower, champi massage, is, is, a, is the mm-hmm. Sanskrit word. Yeah. But we were like, I think people wouldn't understand what that is. <laughs> people need to know. Champu conditioner, call it simple. But uh, yeah, fun yeah. fact. Mm-hmm. So, so when you're saying this multi-purpose wash product, you know, cleansing yeah. the body, mm-hmm. the hair, mm-hmm. it's from herbs. Mm-hmm. It's the original. It's the origin. So it's very true. So yeah. Nice story. Yeah, and you did it so there you go you see it just shows how powerful herbs and plants can be yeah. really really can be so mm-hmm. you developed the range um, and you obviously knew that the products were great because they were in your spa which you wanted to vet every single one but also your people coming in were probably really enjoying it now did a few of them ask to buy it and they wanted it more like were you selling it at the time or just using it for the uh, experience no, I mean when we started to develop it, mm. for me it was very important that it's natural yeah. but very efficient yeah. Yeah, because they asked me what is the philosophy, what should we create? Mm. So it was natural, very efficient, um, sustainable and good looking product. And, good looking, yeah. and uh, this was almost 20 years ago quite the newness yeah the I mean that's that's, trend, that's trend and buzzwords today yeah uh, and before it wasn't like the traditional brand landscape no. was mm-hmm. you know the dove and head and shoulders and commercial mm-hmm. and yeah it was very hard to find and there wasn't many spas that were you know no. catering to their own products right yeah as well and this was to I wanted to create our products with our protocols yeah. to be different yes. to other hotels Back then it was very, like you had the Cleopatra bath and yeah, things yeah. like that. And I was like... Is that the milk yeah, bath? Yeah. What's the Cleopatra bath? Is yeah, that, no, that no. was a treatment from a brand. Oh, and yeah, everywhere yeah. you found this bath. Really? But Cleopatra actually used to bath in whey. In whey, that's in what I was whey. thinking, right? Because yeah. that was like the visuals I yeah, see. Yeah, um, And we also have a whey bath. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, no, I just wanted to... To have these products, to do our protocols, mm. sell them in a hotel and on a web page. Yeah. yeah, that was just the idea behind it. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And then it was, I mean, I had so funny, it was really a, a, a cool and funny way. And now I'm here, so yeah. um, it's uh, in one day there was um, a friend of mine. Mm. She was, uh, she worked for, she was a journalist and so she um, showed our day cream back then, Line Tea, in the Süddeutsche Zeitung, which is a very well-known yeah. magazine or a newspaper in Germany. And then I got a call from, from a retailer. Oh, we saw this and we like your, what you're doing and we would like to sell your product. Yeah? And I was like, wow. But no clue yeah so i said yeah that's nice and i call you back let's talk <laughs> let's talk and of course we said okay let's go for distribution mm. but there was a big problem yeah. and that was that there was no margin I, for, I, you know <laughs> and the excitement at the time of like yeah. oh let's go but you know you don't have at that time the CFO and no. these people telling you thirty no, percent no. margin, this no, no, no. a bit gross. You just go with emotion, yeah. and it can be great. Mm. 
but it can you have to it can be dangerous yeah yeah, yeah. and there was nothing you know there was okay we had a price list yeah i bought it from our producer yeah and then and you sold it in the hotel but there was nothing in you know there was no. not a price yeah. for a retailer no, no? and also nothing. because you created it with the intention of not making it for retail yeah. meaning probably when you got the product you didn't sacrifice the quality because you were like i just want the best for my consumer But then today, if you're building a brand for retail, you do have to think about what's mm. going to cost for good. Mm. Um, it's harder to reverse engineer than mm. go, but then you manage obviously to do that so mm. well. So, mm. what was that like? Did you have to obviously either uh, pass that cost to the end the consumer, or did you reformulate a bit? Or? No, no, no. We just had a very bad margin on. Oh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, amazing. I mean, maybe not. <laughs> but it that was is, just. But you know, I, this was just this is your baby. a hobby, hobby for yeah, me yeah, and a baby. So I, I had the hotel. Yeah. So if the margin was higher yeah. or lower, I, I just didn't care so much. Because you, know? yeah. you didn't know. It was one retailer in Germany, right, at the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. But then obviously if that grows and more retailers come, did you have to say, okay, Suzanne, pause. I have to think about the liability of this business mm -hmm. being now potentially mm -hmm. regional to global. Mm -hmm. So did you, did you, yeah, what was that moment where you were like, okay, I need to switch gears mm -hmm. to think retail? Yeah. Actually, this was one day, I still remember, I was at home mm. and I had this very chaotic distribution. I mean, we had products, yeah. a price, yeah. but there was no sample. There mm. was no tester. There was no POS. Yeah. I mean, there was just nothing, just a product. Yeah. But we had these already retail fans like Staudegel in Vienna. Mm -hmm. You know, they just said, we want your product. You're an Austrian product. We are in Vienna. We want you. I said, okay. Did they help you? Like, I understand. A lot. That, yeah, they have. I mean, to be honest, they really helped me, especially in the Dach market, yeah. Germany. And it doesn't work because obviously Germany is split up. Like, the market yeah. is so. Mm -hmm. When you know German market, you, yeah. you speak to this area, very yeah. different to this area. Yeah. And then you always have the Austrian side too. And yeah, and Switzerland. Switzerland. But they really helped me yeah. to build the brand, Amazing. you know, because they just supported it so good. without being really professional. Yeah. And then I had Vienna, I had something in in Berlin, there was yeah. a store in New York, in Bucharest. So it was like no one did education, nothing. You know, yeah. I was just sending out the products. I had a part-time person working with me. And then I was at home and then a friend of mine visited me and I said, listen, now you have to overtake distribution mm -hmm. because I'm not at all yeah. a commercial person. I mean, yeah. I, I'm a hotelier, I can do this, but not distribution. He said, no, no, I can't do it, but I have someone for you. And then I introduced someone who did distribution professionally and right. then we started to... Yeah, making everything more professional. And what I love is, is knowing as a founder, um, what is your skill set and what is what do you want to delegate? Mm. Like delegation is so important at any stage of the business. Mm. Even now, like two and a half years in, I'm like, I built the brand to a certain point and I'm really proud of what I've done. Mm. And I have to take a step back and be like, okay, but I've never done this, number one. I'm, I'm young in the sense of even experience, right? I haven't had many years mm. under my belt. And now I'm a little bit like, I have to say like, 
this future of this brand could be me still as a CEO or I could hire another CEO because mm. and you have to always check in with yourself mm. Mm. every stage and be like and it's hard to check in with yourself because it's go 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 mm. and you, before you know it like you know now 19 years in you're like wait I did how did this happen like, all this stuff just <laughs> happens without you re- you fall into it yeah um, but you always have to check in and I love that you said that it's very important mm. um, so that's really cool but then so, so you obviously went to I started to do global distribution you had an amazing distributing uh, potentially like a friend or employee mm-hmm. um, and then did you sort of think my role as a founder is to stay with the product or did you feel like you wanted to focus on the team and build like was it a very thing like, what was your mindset yeah of course it it was a bit of everything, everything. you know because it was a small company so but my focus, of course, was always making the best product, product. Yeah, yeah. I love that. the yeah. highest quality, um, effective products. And I mean, this is still why I'm doing this. You know, yeah. there's nothing better than you think about a product, yeah. whatever you say, this is something I really want. Yeah. And then you start creating it. And the moment, yeah. the, it's there. The, for the first time you apply it, and it's it. good. I mean, that's really and when why people, I love it so and when much. When people you know? come to you with yeah. the feedback, yeah, um, and that's I think the most rewarding is seeing the reviews mm. and the testimonials. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's the it's mm. really the engine that drives yeah, you yeah. Um, and to create more. Mm. And it's scary because we live in a world where there is so much product, mm. there's so much options and so much mm. choice. Mm. But I do think all of that. And you did you grew it so perfectly because yeah you could have the education strategy from day one you could have the marketing the mm, thing mm. but the thing what you did from day one was you just built products that were good mm. that sold itself right mm. that's why the retailers were willing to go an extra mile exactly. is and I think that sometimes mm. I will be honest you know I might get a few people ruffled up but today in the industry there's a lot of brands that are focused on the marketing this the, mm. this but less on the product. Mm. Um, and uh, that can be great for a conglomerate or for bottom line mm. or profit. But uh, I you know, know for a fact the amount of people that have tried your products and love it, um, including myself. So it's just the yeah, work. Thank you. But this is also why actually we made it yeah. to where we are. Because, you know, I never put a lot of money into mm. marketing or whatever. It was always that people try the product, they buy it and they rebuy it yeah. because they just get the quality, you know, and it's really, um, I think you, you feel a good quality in a product as like a, if you have food, yeah. wine, whatever, it's, you, the it, there's a difference you, in quality. And you think about it as a restaurant, right? You go back to the same restaurant, not because you like the table or the surrounding, mm-hmm. That doesn't make you go back, it's the food. The food, of course. And I think that's exactly it. It's the packaging, the brand, mm. the marketing. Mm. That's, that's needed. That's, mm. that's the, the love, the affection. But the real money to point, you know, to, to invest in the mm. brand and to use the mm. brand mm. is the product. It's the product. So, so do you, um, over the, like, the 19 years of building it, like, are you still develop, making everything in Austria? Like, or have you, do you, the ingredients from Austria, where is the situation mm. now? No, we, and this is why, where I'm very proud and happy that we, we succeeded in keeping our philosophy and, and yeah. our DNA. So 
what you see here is still the glass from Germany because there are the glass, written, yeah. you know, it's recycled glass. Um, we, um, well. yes, um, we have the boxes, they are made in, in Vorarlberg where mm -hmm. I live. This is, for example, the refill. It's also made uh, in Vorarlberg um, at a company. And then we produce still with uh, our producer, just 10 minutes away from my place. That's amazing. And the more, and the good thing is, since there's so many natural brands yeah. and out there, we get more and more and better and better ingredients. Yeah. So that's really good. And also, we source still most of it in, in the Alpine region, which is Switzerland, Austria, Germany. Oh, amazing. Italy. So let's say you had to paint a small picture for our audience listening in of the main products, that your favorite products, and some of the ingredients. Can you tell us in about a couple of minutes about the product portfolio today? I think the eye area is a very important area in a face. Yeah. Um, because you always look into the eyes, mostly first yeah. what you see. Um, so I really love our eye products, yeah. and there it's one of my favorites ever. It's the rejuvenating eye cream. Amazing. And a couple of years, three years ago, we introduced the eye rescue serum. Yeah. Uh, it's a roll-on. Yeah. So that's also um, one I love a lot, and also. The combination of the two of them. Yeah. Um, then this, our serums, you know, like the nutrient concentrate. Yeah. I love a lot. Um, then day cream, yeah. uh, rejuvenating day cream, um, the masks. There are a lot of masks, so I love them all. But at the moment, my favorite probably is the just uh, we launched one this year. It's the hydrating boosting mask. Amazing. It's with stem cells of apples. Yeah. Oh, and that's really important because mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's a sustainable way of and a sort of cleaner way mm -hmm. to make the stem cells because apple stem cells. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know the power of like apples in stem yeah. cell research. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, and then, of course, body products, um, the baths. Yeah. I love them all. That's yeah, so all of the origins, right? Are the brands yeah. from the bath products? Yeah, right? also, yeah. And yeah. then the firming body serum, the hand there cream. There's so many. It's really, I mean, we have 80 products, yeah. and to be honest, I really love them all yeah yeah i mean i'm not using 80 no. a day but <laughs> what i love is as well like you know the fact you said that like, your new mask you launched this year is now you're mm -hmm. like i love when new mpd new products mm -hmm. are needed and also are used more like, you know mm -hmm. it was it's not like uh, you're just creating it for a certain like a uh, just more profit it's like no you're using it mm -hmm. and you're loving it because it's mm -hmm. a need for it yeah and consumers mm -hmm. are changing needs are changing yeah. uh, environments around mm -hmm. us are changing um, and also innovation is changing. So certain things now, like with the Apple stem cell yeah. technology, you couldn't maybe do that 20 years ago. No, no, no. So this is really exciting, the yeah, innovation. Yeah. And of course, the, the vitamin C complex mm. we just launched is one of my favorites as well. So, yeah. And, you know, I often change my routine. So I have a different routine in summer, then yeah. autumn, different winter. Products. 
because like we change our food yeah. with the seasons. We change our food, we change, we change our, our clothes normally. I mean, now it's still very hot, but normally... We change our products. Yeah, we well. change our products. I mean, there might be some staples like that, yeah. but then mm -hmm. some you yeah. need to mm -hmm. phase in and out. Um, so mm -hmm. I'm going to be mean now. What's your one favorite? Desert Island. You come into a founded beauty retreat. One product. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one product. No, I, I think I still would go for the rejuvenating eye cream. cream. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. amazing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So now, before we wrap up, I have fire round questions. This is first thing that comes to your mind. Mm -hmm. Quick questions. Nothing to do with the brand. So, mm -hmm. the first question is, what's a beauty brand that you're currently loving yourself right now? Another one. Ilya. Ilya, amazing. Sasha, what she's done. Mm -hmm. I actually have the, the, the tint, SPF tint serum mm -hmm. and the blue light spray. Yeah. It's really mm -hmm. good, really, mm -hmm. really good. And I just love the ethos of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have, um, like, currently, like, a, a kind of, um, I would say, like, a guilty pleasure that you have right now? I mean, it's not my current, it's my always oh, really? guilty pleasure. It's, uh, it's French white wine. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, not German, not Austrian, but French, right? Like, yeah, I mean, I also like Austrian, Riesling German, is very, but, yeah, my yeah favorite, Riesling yeah. and Grunewaldliner, but a good French is also okay, good. Next time I meet you, I'll, I'll get, we'll have a glass of French white wine. Okay. Now I know, now it's very good. Now I should have had it here. Yeah. Um, my next question is, what are you currently watching or reading? Uh, that was Brahmer. Yeah. Jeffrey Brahmer. Jeffrey Dabdama, yeah, yeah. That Brahmer. was Dabdama, yeah. yeah. That was, Jeffrey uh, Dabdama. Yeah. yeah, that was... It's weird. It's like it's fascinating, yeah. scary, yeah, it's sad. Uh, it's all these emotions. I I shouldn't enjoy watching that show, but it was really fascinating. Yeah. but so sad mm. and disgusting and terrifying. Yeah. Mm. I mean, all those words sum it up. So yeah. It's, yeah. But uh, did you watch finish all? Yeah. Yeah. But it's really, as you said, it was fascinating, but also, but you learn a lot. You learn a lot. Yeah. And, and also what's and, out there. Yeah. yeah. And as a Marilyn Monroe fan. Mm. I also love to watch Blonde. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, but also difficult, I mean, difficult story, difficult yeah, life. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And reading, I'm a totally fan of Isabella Lenden. Mm -hmm. so. ah, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite social media platform right now? No. <laughs> I'm not so good. answer. <laughs> Listen, I try to spend as less time in social media as possible. Was. Yeah, right. A good, um, I mean, many of us need to be doing that to be mm. fair. But uh, it's, it's a hard thing today because a lot of the brand stuff is on the social media platforms. Mm. So there's an obligation, but you have to be mindful about the consumption. Yeah, but there are other people working for my brand. You can do that. They, 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 love, they, love, the, they yeah, love to yeah, do yeah. it, or probably they don't, I mean, but I, they do it much better than I would. And I, and I me, me being honest, like I, I did social media for brands, right? Mm. That was my job for many years. Yeah. And mm. I'm fatigued, yeah. I can't, but I have an amazing team. Um, do you have a favorite quote? I think... Yeah, being thankful for what we have, Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Gratitude is so important. It's yeah. so, um, I mean, mm. we say it, but to be constantly reminded mm. and to say thank you in every step mm. um, is so important, especially mm. when building a brand, because there's yeah. so much to be grateful yeah. for every day. Yeah, so it's true. true. I love that. No, and also our life, you know, when I look at my life in in Betzau with my family, with the hotel, mm. the brand, the staff, the people surrounding me, my friends, I think I can be very Great. thankful for Great. that, yeah. <laughs> my last question is, if you weren't building a beauty empire, mm -hmm. what would Suzanne be doing right now? 
now. Another one. <laughs> no, but let's say, let's say not beauty. Like, okay. like, what would be like Suzanne 2.0 today? If I would do an, build another universe or yeah, another, another brand. Universe. Or... Yeah, like, it couldn't even be like, you could be a pilot. Anything. Um, what would you be passionate about doing? Um, I would think I would go for a restaurant. Mm. <laughs> It's so similar, to be fair, right? You're creating like a menu, a recipe, food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think a, a beautiful restaurant where everything is, you Clean, know, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that would be something when for my older days, mm-hmm. I I really can imagine. Please do it, and I'll come. Because you, know, you never know. We have so much time ahead of us to yeah. create things if we're yeah. fortunate. But there's nothing to choose, you know. No, no. You just have to the, there's just you come, and, and there's what there. there. It's there, and what I you like get. That you know? I like this, and I mean, obviously, you cater for whatever uh, food requirements. But mm-hmm. I think it's nice to let the food speak um, mm-hmm. the way it should be spoken. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, and I think we should leave that more also to chefs yes. and, yeah and, and then also you don't have this food waste you don't have yeah. a menu you yeah. just have you know yeah. you, that's what we have today and yeah. you can and it's have, fresh it's, it's fresh and, and yeah and exactly uh, I love that and it's what is on the market and oh please do that I will, I'll come I'll be the first to come in beta please in beta I'll come to beta <laughs> okay. I'll do that deal mm-hmm. but Susanna it's been such a pleasure um, where can everyone continue to follow you and your brand on social website. Mm-hmm. What are the links? Yeah, we are on, on. Of course, we have a website. Yeah. We have a. We are on Insta. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. I put all the links in the summary so you can just go tip tap away mm-hmm. and please do try the amazing products. I'm sure you already have, so it's probably regardless to say, but they are phenomenal. <laughs> and uh, Suzanne, it's been such a pleasure on that. Also to do this in person, which is yeah. such a treat. So thank no, you. thank you so much for inviting me, and it was a pleasure talking to you and you know what is very good that you don't send uh, your questions yeah. before because then you are just like it's very spontaneous and, and to be fair that. I don't mm-hmm. prepare a lot mainly because I'll be honest being a founder in this you know as you know there's a lot more work I have yeah. in my day mm-hmm. I like asking you um, spontaneously not yeah. to interview you yeah. know yeah. Yeah. very Great. important thank, thank you. you so much thank you so much hope you enjoyed this episode of founded beauty as much as i had making it and if you did please share it with a friend who you think will love it too founded beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music podcast the acast app and many more and i'm also very proud to be part of the acast creator network so be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop we really appreciate every single follow listen share and review It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners. So as a little thank you, I will be hosting a giveaway each week on my Instagram channel at meta underscore a, where you can win some amazing Fable of Maine goodies. All you have to do is follow me, check out my stories and all will be revealed. Stay tuned for the next episode of Founded Beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops.